Preteens, welcome back to another week of Kids City Online. Last week, we started a brand new series called Before Opening This Box. And as you can see, I have our four boxes back again that say waiting, test, instructions, and treasure. And now we really want to open this treasure box, but it said before we can open that, we have to open the instructions box. And before we open that, we have to open the test box and before we open that we have to open the waiting box and we were able to open the waiting box last week and we were told that we needed to come up with 40 ice cream toppings in order to open the test box and I have that list here and I'm kind of curious about what these ice cream toppings are for which I'm sure we'll find out later but now that we have this list we are are able to open our test box and so I'm gonna check out what it has in here oh it looks like we have another note and some chocolate syrup another awesome ice cream topping and on this note it says before opening the instruction box your ministry leader should narrow the ice cream toppings list down to 15 then give the list to a volunteer who will go to the store and buy these toppings here's the first topping for you chocolate syrup all right, so I'm gonna narrow down this list to 15 toppings, and for next week, I will get those 15 toppings, and I'll be sure to show them to you guys next week. So last week, we looked at a journey that God took his people, the Israelites, on through the wilderness, and this was after they were set free from slavery in Egypt. And God promised them that he would bring them to the promised land, a land flowing of milk and honey called Canaan. And God had some things to give and show the Israelites before they got to the promised land, while they were out in the wilderness. And one of the things that God showed them was how he would treat them when they messed up. <laughs> and the Israelites messed up a lot. And I can relate to the Israelites. I mess up too. And what's amazing to me is when I mess up, how people show me grace in that. And grace is an amazing gift. Grace is when you're treated with kindness, even when you don't deserve or earn it. It's like if you tell a friend that you're gonna hang out with them at a certain time and you show up an hour late because you were too busy playing and when you get there an hour late, your friend has already forgiven you and that's what grace is like. When you don't deserve that forgiveness, you don't earn it necessarily, but it's given to you anyways. Grace is an undeserved and amazing gift. And one of the ways that the Israelites messed up was that they didn't trust God to take care of them. Last week we learned a new name for God. The, the name was Jehovah Jireh and this means the Lord will provide. 
God is a provider. He takes care of his people. He takes care of us. But the Israelites, they didn't know or didn't really trust that God was Jehovah Jireh, this provider that they needed. They didn't think that he would take care of them the way that they thought he should on their journey through the wilderness. Now, I'm going to read for you from my Exodus storybook about what the Israelites went through when Jehovah Jireh took them the long way around. If you remember our map from last week, we had a person over here, an X over here, where they were trying to go. And instead of leading them straight across, God took them on kind of a roundabout way. To the promised land. So I'm going to tell you the first part of the great exodus when the Israelites left Egypt and headed to the land of Canaan. So we're going to our storybook starts in Exodus 14 and as you listen to this story I want you to see if you notice a pattern. All right, the Israelites had just seen God do amazing wonders in order to get the leader of Egypt to set them free. The Israelites had been slaves in Egypt for hundreds of years, and now God was guiding them away from slavery in an amazing way. He used a pillar of cloud in the daytime and a pillar of fire at night to guide them. But now they found themselves at a dead end. They were up against the Red Sea, which by the way, wasn't really red. It's just called that. And they looked behind, behind them back toward Egypt and guess what? The Egyptians changed their mind. They didn't really want to let their slaves, the Israelites, go free after all. Now they were sending an army to come and capture or kill the Israelites. Here's what the Israelites said to their leader, Moses. They said to Moses, why did you bring us to the desert to die? Weren't there any graves in Egypt? What have you done to us by bringing us out of Egypt? We told you in Egypt, leave us alone. Let us serve the Egyptians. It would have been better for us to serve the Egyptians than to die here in the desert. The Israelites were complaining and saying that Moses was to blame, but they were really complaining about God. Who put Moses in charge of the Israelites? God, right? And when the people complained about Moses, they were really complaining about God. After the Israelites freaked out, here's what God said. Then the Lord spoke to Moses. He said, why are you crying out to me? Tell the people of Israel to move on. Hold out your walking stick. Reach out your hand over the Red Sea to divide the water. Then the people can go through the sea on dry ground. <laughs> that is as incredible as it sounds. It's exactly what happened. God made it so that the Israelites could walk right through the middle of the big sea on dry ground. God made the impossible look easy. The Israelites walked right through to the other side and then when Pharaoh's army got there, God closed the sea back up and drowned them all. God has done amazing wonders in order to get the leaders of Egypt to set them free. He led them through the wilderness in an amazing way. He gave them a way out when they reached a dead end. Amazing. But here's what happened next. The people came to a place where the water didn't taste right. It was a little bitter, and so they said, The people told Moses they weren't happy with him. 
They said, what are we supposed to drink? Man, they're kind of a bunch of whiners, aren't they? But here's what God said to them. Quit your whining, you losers. No, I'm just kidding. That is definitely not what God said. Instead, God promised to take care of them and then showed them how to make the water taste good. Amazing. Isn't God just amazing? He took care of the Israelites yet again. It doesn't say anything in the Bible about God getting angry with them about all this. He just heard them whining again, and then he took care of them again. The Israelites moved on from there to a place where there were 12 springs of water and 70 palm trees. Not long after this, the people started grum their grumbling again. Listen to what they said next. The Israelites said to them, We wish the Lord had put us to death in Egypt. There we sat around pots of meat. We ate all the food we wanted, but you have brought us out into this desert. You must want this entire community to die of hunger. Didn't the Israelites know who they were talking to? Didn't they remember the amazing ways that God had taken care of them on this journey? You can probably imagine what happened next. So God got tired of all the Israelites and said, I can't believe you guys after everything I've done for you and you still don't trust me, that's it. Then God struck all the Israelites dead with lightning bolts, the end. Now, again, that's not what happened. That's not what God did. Here's what really happened. Then the Lord spoke to Moses. He said, I will rain down bread from heaven for you. God rained down food for them. He did this every day from then on until the people arrived in Canaan. God is amazing. Can God be trusted to take care of his people? Yes, of course he can. He's God. And taking care of people is what God does. That happened in Exodus 16, but can you guess the next time the people didn't trust God to take care of them? The answer is the very next chapter of Exodus. In Exodus chapter 17, the people didn't see any water to drink. Again, they spoke out and said this, but the people were thirsty for water there. So they told Moses they weren't happy with him. They said, why did you bring us up out of Egypt? Did you want the, us, our children and our livestock to die of thirst? But once again, God showed them a way to have water. He gave them an amazing display of generosity, even as they tested him and didn't trust him. The Bible doesn't say anything about God getting angry at the people. He just gave them water. The end. That's our story of Exodus. Now, I hope that you guys noticed a pattern there in the story, right? The Israelites complained and whined about their hard circumstances and God provided. And then things were okay for maybe a little bit and then something else was hard for them and they complained and whined and then God provided. And every time they faced something hard and challenging, the Lord continued to provide for them. Last week when we said that Jehovah Jireh took the Israelites the long way around because they weren't ready 
for what the promised land was for them, God had to show some things to the Israelites first. And part of the journey that I just read about gave God an opportunity to show the Israelites that he was their great provider. He was going to show them that no matter what, no matter where they are, that God will provide. And it's interesting, not only is God showing the Israelites these things, but God is actually showing these things to us as well. We have the Bible that has these stories in it that we can read and learn, just like the Israelites learned that God is a great provider. We can learn from their story as well. This week now, I got some shopping to do, right, for our list of 15 ice cream toppings. And I'm gonna get 15 from the list, and I'll show you guys all of the toppings next week, so don't worry about that. And I wonder if there's maybe some ice cream hiding in one of these two other boxes that we haven't opened yet. Um, but we'll just have to wait and see, right? And in the meantime, we'll remember, like we talked about last week, that waiting time is not wasted time. And we can wait patiently on the Lord because he is in charge of all things. And he's probably got some other pretty amazing things to show us and teach us first before we open these last two boxes. So I hope that you guys will join me again next week to see the 15 ice cream toppings that we get um, and to see what's in our next box. We'll see you guys then.